Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I came across this afternoon. I came across some notes. I like I like uh, taking notes, and sometimes there's a book that I haven't used for a long time, and then I find those notes. Boy, this is good. This is good. I think I did a message on this, but who knows what year. Don't feed a frustration. And I fell out to read this, okay? Don't feed a frustration by thinking and talking about it. See? By thinking and talking about a frustration, you feed it. Come out of it by your thoughts and your words. See, the same thing, that you get into it, you come out of it. So in other words, we have to renew our minds. Amen? We get to renew our minds. That's something that we will do till we're raptured. And then we'll go to heaven. We're talking about it this morning. And we'll keep renewing. Because we'll keep on, but we will see it, as we were talking about, I think you you brought it up. We'll see it without any, any uh, um, blockage. We will receive the truth without any unbelief, without any other preconceived idea, without any doubt. Glory to God. Don't you love that? So this is our word. For all of us, if there's something that is frustrating you or that is, you can make a copy of this. Let me, let me, oh, you want to write it down? Let me give it to you. Don't feed. (laughs) Do you all want to know? Oh, no, no. That would not be honorable. (laughs) It's funny, though. So I'm tempted, but... (laughs) But I'll be nice, because I have to listen to his marriage messages. (laughs) I have a pretty cute husband. Don't feed a frustration by thinking and talking about it. Come out of it by your thoughts and your words. You want a scripture about about it? Joshua 1a. Amen? So you can go there. Anyway, has nothing to do really with my message, I don't think. But but it's good. It can help us. The door of the word is blessed. Amen? So the, the Lord uh, taught us not to talk about the mountain, but to talk to the mountain. Amen? To talk to the mountain, what the Lord says about it. Amen? So, so tonight, where we're going to go is where we left off um, last week. And I would like to start in Acts 4 today. Acts 4. Praise the Lord. Talking about the power of united prayer. There's, uh, prayer is powerful, but it's not always understood and it really is not is not difficult um, praise God thank you Lord so let's go ahead I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead and go ahead and pray before I start father I just thank you tonight that we all have ears to hear from you that would attuned to your voice And that you will speak to us things that we've not heard before. We may have heard them, but we did not really give them the total attention so that they can penetrate our lives and change them. And so we commit to you tonight to hear from you 
and to follow you closer. And we thank you, Lord, for this year that you have given to us. A month has already gone by, but we're thankful for it. We thank you, Lord, that there's vision, there's personal vision, and there's corporate vision in this house. And we're excited about it, Lord. And we proclaim it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So Oxford will go there. Um, but I'm just reminded now that I told you I would show you something. So anyway, I told you Oxford. Then we'll go uh, to Mark 1, if you want to already have a finger there. But in Oxford, we... Uh, we see a great example of united prayer. And we've talked about these before. You're familiar, m most of you, with this passage. And there's, a, there's powerful truths. And, of course, it was the beginning of the ministry of the church, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they were remembering him and remembering all the promises that he gave them. And they were starting to do the, the things that Jesus had commissioned them to do uh, without him being around in person. Now, they had done things uh, because he had sent them not to, uh, to preach and to heal. Uh, but now, uh, Jesus is not on earth with them any longer. But they have received the Holy Spirit and salvation and in the infilling. You know, because there are there, there are two uh, those two experiences to have with the Holy Spirit that are different one from the other. And so right here they as you know, Peter and John had gone to the temple and and they had brought healing to a man that was carried by others daily to the temple. Uh, he couldn't walk. He was paralyzed. And and they uh, bring healing to him. He's healed. And the religious uh, people, the religious leaders, are upset about it. And they put them in jail. And they tried to scare them real good, telling them that they ought not to preach again or to heal again, not to mention the name of Jesus, whom they had been pleased to have killed, they thought. You see, but he was raised from the dead. And uh, anyway, these, these are the circumstances. But after being threatened, they are let go. And they're let go because there's a group of people that were followers of them, that were following the Lord Jesus along with them, that had gathered to pray for them. They had learned a lesson because Stephen had been a martyr, right, not long before that. And so now they're learning to get together and to pray. And so that's what they're doing. And and Peter and John are let go of prison. And so now we come, let's start um, with verse 23. And it says, being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And so then the people hear them tell what had happened to them. And they all notice these. We're going to notice these again. It's going to be very important to all of us this year. That, I mean, it has been important before, but there's, there's a, a, I don't know how to put it uh, across. I believe the Lord will help me. There's something that the Lord is amplifying in my spirit and, and, and uh, encouraging me to bring to the whole body 
that is important. It has always been important, but now we're running out of time. You know, we ought to have been obedient all along and alert all along and make much of what he has said all along. And I believe we all have tried, but now it's time to stop trying and start 100% doing it. Amen? And so it's this key right here that they all prayed in one accord. In other words, they all had the same um, intensity, the same desire, the same prayer. And, and notice here, that's not saying that all of them repeated this prayer. So I don't know who it was, maybe Peter, uh, that prayed, that led the prayer, and everyone, everyone was one heart. Everyone felt the same thing. Or, if you like to think rather than to feel, everybody thought the same way. Everybody agreed. Everybody made one sound. The Lord took it like, yeah, there may have been, I don't know, 100 to 100 people, I don't know how many, 50, I don't know, it doesn't say. They went to a house to, to the, that company. And they all prayed in one accord. We can do it too. We will do it. We have been doing it. And I'm not, I'm not saying that we haven't. We certainly have. But we are going to purposely do it. Every time that we come together, amen? And we're going to go into some specifics that the Lord wants us to be of one accord. You see, we can be of one accord if we walk, if we walk, if, excuse me, I'm not speaking in tongues. I'm trying to speak in English. Um, if we will all agree with what he says. See, we I cannot ask you to be in one accord with something I come up with. You know, I cannot. But I can show you something in the scripture and tell you, let's agree with him. God and his word at one, let's agree with him. Amen. And I believe every one of you can say yes to Amen. And so that's 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 all that that's all that we're going to do. So here we see, and we 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 read this last week, I believe. So you know they they start with an exaltation of the Lord, a declaration of who He is uh, to them. I mean, there is no no one more intelligent than God. There's no one superior to him. There's no one that, that has his mind, his ability. Wow. We're in awe. We do, we do well to be in awe of him. Amen. All that he is, all he has done, all that he has created. Wow. He is so, 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 so much superior that even the whole of humanity put together. Amen? You all agree with that? So, so then they go like that. And then they come to um, verse 29. Um, after exalting him, they, they're talking to him about what, what he has, uh, what he called them to do. And... Uh, and so they're there with one heart. This is who you are, and this is what you commissioned us to do. Amen. And and that that it, we're a representative of the whole body of Christ as a local church. 
So as a local church, we take upon ourselves the commission of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And it is not just to the pastor to do it, but or staff members, because it's every part of the body has a function. Amen? And we saw that last week. Every part of the body has a function. Every part of the body um, brings life to the rest. Amen? Every part is important. You know? I've never never been in that situation, but, um, you know, to where I have had to have a, an arm immobilized as it got well or something, you know. Uh, but, boy, you know, I've had maybe that I have hurt my a finger or something, you think, dear Lord, or, or done a cut or something, and then you had to wrap it. And then you... You're going to go do something, you realize, man, I can't do this. You see, we need each other. Things like that awaken you to realize how much that you need. That part of the body that you thought you didn't need. Right? So so we're, we're in these, we, there's a supply for each one of us to give. And none of us is to think, I'm not so important. Nobody's going to miss me. That's a lie of the devil. You know? Tell you the truth, that is the same spirit that causes people. I mean, if you let if you let thoughts like that, it's a spirit that will bring depression, oppression, and even thoughts of suicide. We don't give praise to the devil. Say, I will not. Give place to the devil. You know, we don't have to get into pride, right? We don't don't want pride. But if the Lord says that every part of the body is important and vital, then that means I'm going to do my part so that others don't have to do their part and mine because I... Decided to to be disobedient or idle. Anyway, let me back, let me go back. Praise the Lord. So, notice here, verse twenty nine. We'll get into bigger and better things now, Lord. They say, "Behold, they're threatening." You know, Peter and John had shared with everybody what what they had been threatened about. And they said, grant, notice in the, these, oh, glory to God, a spirit of courage, a spirit of faith. They said, grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. You know, boldness is important. Can you say that, that word with me? I don't always do that. But let's, just for our own sake, say that word three times. Boldness, boldness. 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 You know, I you have to be careful what you hear. Can I can I just be motherly to you? <laughs> you have to be careful what you hear. I was listening to a certain um, lady ministering and I thought I'm gonna give her one more minute. And then I thought, you know, you're precious. But that's not the full counsel of God. She was talking about, how, but but you know, but that's all the light that 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 she had, and everybody that was amening around. She was talking about how that when, uh, you know, when people go through storms of life, they think if only Jesus were with me. They forget that. She said, they forget that Jesus was with the disciples in the boat when he was storming. 
And so where she stopped, I was hoping to go further. But where she stopped is that she said, no, that no matter what storm you're going through, Jesus is with you. That is religious thinking. What is it that really Jesus taught them to do? Speak to the storm. Jesus was asleep when he was stormy. And when he woke up, he told them, you of little faith. And he spoke to the storm, teaching them, you ought to have done the same thing. So you see, there's more. Don't be content with, oh, that's right. We all go through storms. Jesus is with us. He is in us to do the same things he did. He taught us to speak to the storm. He taught us to speak to the mountain. Amen. You speak through every difficulty. You... Speak to every stinking devil that talks to your, to your mind. Amen. Darlings, we need to be careful in this day and age because, because a lot of the church is satisfied with lower revelation. And they're all accepting that. And it's nation and worldwide ministries that are feeding people at that level. I'm, I don't say that in prayer. Just say thanks and thanksgiving to the Lord that we have a company. We're talking about co company. You see, I, I had a reason to say that. That. We hang out with people that have a spirit of faith and that don't think that that was just Jesus who could do that. Because Jesus operated as a man. And what he did, he said, you will do also. Because I go to my father. Amen. So don't just, ooh, through to start there, but don't stop there. Start reminding yourself. I'm going to sit at the table even in the presence of my enemy. Amen. Even when there's a storm, I'm going to remember Jesus is with me. But what would Jesus do? <laughs> Amen. I can do also. In his name. In his name. So thank God for the company. Let me tell you, there is more attack against the spirit of faith living and flowing through a child of God today than ever before. Why? Because the devil's nervous. He's okay with people receiving a psychology sermon. But he gets nervous when the Word of God exposes the works of the enemy. Amen. And when there are signs following. So that is where we're going to go now. Uh, let's go to Acts 4 uh, again. Uh, I mean, continue there. Because they're saying, what was the last word we said three times? Boldness, boldness, boldness. Amen. Jesus had boldness. The disciples had boldness. We have boldness. And, and we have the right and the privilege to pray for boldness. And if we pray for boldness, because we know it is God's will, then we know that we have the petitions we've asked for, of him. Amen? It's very important. So, so they're praying, Lord. You see what, what we're being threatened, you know? You see the pressure that they knew it was not flesh or blood. It was those. It was the devil behind the 
those religious people. The enemy. Amen. The enemy. I heard, I heard something the other day. Again, you have to be careful. You have to. You. It takes the word of God to be your filter. That's why it's so good to be in the word. Because the Holy Spirit is your helper. The, the Holy Spirit and the word are, are always together. But don't just swallow everything you hear. For many even famous ministers, I'm not saying that I'm above them. I'm saying even when I speak or he speaks to somebody, you need to make sure that what you're accepting is because there's Bible and verse for it. You know, but there are things sometimes, you know, I hear, and I think, you know, that's good. And so somebody asked, I think it was actually Joel Osteen, why does he use the word, uh, you know, to address the devil, uh, that he uh, uses the word the enemy? And he said, it's true, um, that most of the time that's what he does. And he says that he did that. I thought it was good because sometimes he says, many, he said many times the enemy is Satan. But other times the enemy can be your own thinking, your own habits. Your own speech. We blame the devil for all kinds of things. When, you know, we have the word of God that we ought to desire so that our minds are renewed. So that we walk paths that take us to the victory that the Lord has purchased for us through our Lord Jesus. One thing I do know that the Bible says that I, that the Lord has given me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. If I choose to believe it and walk in it, I'm going to be victorious over anything that comes against me. I'm going to triumph in Christ, in any situation. Is that true? Hallelujah. And so we receive it, we believe it, and we walk like it. Because we will not think otherwise. You see, you have to refuse to believe that you're going to fail to receive from the Lord what you need. Amen? Peace is yours. Health is yours. Wisdom is yours. A word that you need to hear from the Lord is yours. Amen? Etc., etc. So anyway, here they come together, and they say, Lord, behold, and grant unto your servants that with all bonus they may speak your word. Notice what they put premium. that they will have boldness to speak his word. We ought to pray like that. Amen? Not just that. And we, we, we do that. We do that all the time. We pray that pastor will have, will have boldness to speak the word. Amen? That all the minister here will have boldness to speak the word. Amen? We pray for the for uh, Fabius, the children's director, we pray for all of the the the, uh, the many volunteers that bring the word to the children. But we ought to also think about all of us whenever we're talking with anybody else. The Lord didn't call any of us to be hermits. There's a lot of pressure people in the body of Christ that have the life and light of God in them 
and they hardly ever shine it to anybody. We ask for boldness, we get it. <laughs> Amen? But, but they were not ashamed to in one accord say, Lord, give us boldness. They weren't saying, Lord, give Peter and John, and John boldness. <laughs> they said, Lord, grant. Who were the servants? They weren't just Peter and John. They were all of them. All of them. That we may speak your word. Glory to God. All of us speaking the word. People need to hear the word of the Lord. You know? You may have started slow. But the but uh, but pastor has vision to us the first Sunday of the year. He'll get back to it. Looks at me really. Yeah, he will. <laughs> he has vision, you know. And I tell you, I needed that to stir me up. Amen. And so it's amazing when when. When you accept that vision that comes through your pastor for the whole house, yeah. you know, that includes me too. And so the Lord has been reminding me of people. And, you know, and I'm texting them, praying for them. And I've started to see results. I believe there's more coming. More coming. I want to speak the word. And so I went on the Lord to give me a word, to give me of his word, a part of his word, you know, just the word that people need. Praise the Lord. All of us. All of us. And notice what comes after that. I can't say that's even better because it goes together with. And it says, by stretching forth your hand to heal. So they have sight, see, and vision that they're going to bring word, the word to people and that there are going to be healings, there are going to be signs, and they're going, they're going to be wonders. That signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy child, Jesus. Now, the New King James' servant, the uh, King James' child. Um, other versions say other things. So, having said this, would you go today with me? We're still talking about prayer, uh, but we're going to go to First Corinthians. First Corinthians twelve, and we're going to talk about what what is this prayer covering? What are they really praying for? Because we want to be in one accord, and we want to know what we're praying for, so that we're expecting that. So when it happens, we know, okay, that's what we pray for. That's what we were looking for. Amen? And so I remember, and I've told you these other times, how that there were times I had the privilege when we went to Rima, 1980 through 1982, to pray many times in meetings, sometimes, sometimes many hundreds, even a few thousand, uh, with uh, uh, Brother Hagen leading. But there were times that it was maybe just a dozen of us uh, with him. And... Uh, so I don't know when was the first time that I heard him say that. Probably was in a, in a more public uh, setting. Uh, but he taught us that when you're praying for signs and wonders to be done in the name of Jesus, that you're praying for the manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And he said in a more specific way, 
that we were praying for the special gift of faith and for the working of miracles and gifts of healing. And so we want to see in the Word of God where those are found. Uh, notice that this scripture, by the way, I forgot verse 31. You don't have to go back, back there, darling, in Acts 4. But she is quick and she'll probably take us there. Acts 4, 31. Notice that the Lord must have really liked that prayer because the place where they were, uh, where they had prayed shook. And so I always like to think, you know, I've been in meetings where people have shook, where they were shaken. I remember the first time when it, it happened to me. And... Uh, you know, then you start thinking, oh, so that must be why people were called Quakers, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh, can I tell you, so hopefully you still love me and you don't think I'm um, crazy. But I remember one time when I rolled, and then I, or some of you remember too. Anyway, and then I remember, oh, that's why people were called holy rulers. <laughs> I thought, oh, dear Lord. I had, I had seen, I had seen Jimmy Hockaday roll one time at one of my first meetings. And, you know, you think over there, well, glory to God. At that point in my life, I was not thinking anymore, like, that'll never happen to me. <laughs> Because I had done that before, and I tell you, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work to say, that will never happen to me. But then also say, Lord, I just want more of you. Whatever you want from me. You know? Because whatever that is stronger in your heart, that's going to win. <laughs> and so, you know, I'd say, oh, that will happen to me. About the first time that I saw people being prayed for in the they would fall, you know, and I, that'll never happen to me. Those are people that are really emotional. <laughs> anyway, praise the Lord. So you learn to repent. <laughs> but, but what we're talking about, I've never been at a meeting where the place was shaken before. I've, I've heard testimonies of people that have been in such meetings, but I never have. Have any of you? Maybe you have. You have? What? That the place shook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most of, most of these people are shakers. And, and <laughs> but we haven't been in a place. Have you, Jeannie? You know, in a place. Like, you know, there's a church in Wichita, and we know the pastors, we've been there, that the fire department came one time. More than one? Because there was fire in the outside. A fire on top of the, the building, but it did not consume the building. But the fire department came thinking something was burning. It, 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 it wasn't. And the Lord gave that pastor, do you all remember the, that uh, show Bonanza? We even had it in Spain. Dubbed in Spanish. Yeah, Bonanza. Uh, anyway, that was a show my daddy would let us watch. He wouldn't let us watch much. But anyway, not, not that we had much time to, but anyway, apparently it was it, he, he gave it he gave it the okay. Must, must have been clean. <laughs> anyway, uh, but remember how that it was that, that uh, but that pastor was given that vision of the center of the United States in a fire and spreading. Uh, and, and, uh, and during that time, that happened to his, to his church. Uh, pastor Jay, Jerry Burley, many of you know. He's been here before, not to minister, but, but as a guest. 
uh, I think maybe when Dr. Lafayne would come, probably. You'll remember. Oh, glory to God, where I was going. In other words, don't be surprised. But we're going to have to be in one accord, which we are, and we're going to be more. Amen? And we're going to have to pray prayers from our heart, not just our mouth. Totally wanting that prayer more than anything. Amen? And because we can't think of just ourselves. Amen? Jesus didn't put us here to just think of ourselves. And, you know, and us four and no more. Meaning, you know, you and your husband and your son and your daughter. No. I know a family in Spain. The man's name was Juan. His wife was Juana. And they had a son and a daughter that they named Juan and Juana. Oh <laughs> Why did I tell you that? I don't know. But it was funny. <laughs> it was funny to me because it was just Juan and Juana <laughs> and nobody else. Anyway, we don't want to be that way, right? <laughs> okay, forgive me for that one. So let's go to 1 Corinthians 12. Praise the Lord. We don't have much time, but we'll go as far as we can today and then have some time of prayer. In 1 Corinthians 12, starting verse 1, uh, we read something that's very important. And, and, and it says, Now, concerning spiritual, in the King James and New King James, it says gifts. But the word gifts is italicized. In the, in the New Testament Greek, these could be better literally translated. Now, concerning spirituals or concerning things pertaining to and of the Holy Spirit. Concerning the things of the Holy Spirit. Concerning spirituals. Uh, the Bible says, I do not want, that, that's the Lord saying, I do not want you to be ignorant. I heard a message long time ago, but then again, lately. Pastor and I were listening to it, and I have not been able to get away from it. Um, on spiritual gifts, and Brother Hagen was sharing with us again, what we could do as a local church to have spiritual gifts in our midst. Amen? And so that is what I want to focus on as we're talking about prayer. And he gave us three things because he said he, in the many years that he would minister in different churches, he saw that in some churches he would have operating through him uh, at least seven of the gifts, seven of the nine, because there are nine we're going to read. Uh, and then he'd go somewhere else and, you know, because he was a prophet, he said, he, you know, he may have one or two. And he asked the Lord, why is that? When in this place I have actually prayed more and even fasted. Now, he said he would many times, he'd, he'd fast, he'd skip meals just to be in prayer. And, you know, that's something very common ministers to do before they minister. Um, but he might do a little extra. But they were not the gifts of praying. And he would say, and they were lovely people. Consecrated, a pastor, living in a holy life. Lovely people that would enjoy the word. You know? They bless him with a good offering, but he he was frustrated because he wanted to see more. You know, it, it, you understand it's not just to see it; is that 
is that people ought to be healed. When you believe the scripture, you ought not to just have the talking of it and preaching of it and teaching of it, but you ought to have signs following. And so he asked the Lord about it. And the Lord told him that there were three things. And the first one, and, and then he, he actually proved that that was so. In the places where, where he would go, and there was greater manifestation uh, of the gifts, was, I'm going to give you the three things, just so that in case you're like me, you want to know them. But then we can go and touch every, every one of them, because you can't do it in, in, in 15 minutes. But he said, first, the people need not be ignorant. And he said, my, you know, the Lord Jesus was telling him that, my people are ignorant of spiritual gifts, of the things of the Holy Ghost. And so these things need to be understood and taught uh, so that people can then do number two, which is desire them. Which we read that, I'm going to give you scripture for it. Remember I said you have to have scripture. So, notice verse 31. Of, uh, and I'll give you some more. But 1 Corinthians 12, 31 says, covet, covet, uh, the King James says, covet the new King James says, earnestly desire the best gifts, which are the best, the ones that are needed. <laughs> Amen? The ones that are needed at the moment to bring the glory of God into manifestation, to bring his power to bear over a situation. Amen? Uh, we, I mean, we all need to realize that we need the power of God in manifestation. Amen? And he's not keeping it from us. He's given it to us. So we need to learn how to access it. How to allow the Holy Spirit to flow. How to recognize the Holy Spirit. How to be sensitive to him. Let him work among us. Cooperate with him. Did I say that already? Amen. So it says earnestly desire. And of course, he says, I'm going to show you a more excellent way, which is love. We cannot be selfish if we want the things of God. Amen. We're here not just for ourselves. I say, well, there's inconvenient, Pastor Lydia. I don't have it in my schedule. Well, if you if you get to, if you put Jesus on your schedule, you start praying. All of a sudden, you realize that your priorities start shifting, and that what used to be something you hid from, you're not anymore. I cannot understand a Christian that says I don't like people. And there are genuine people headed to heaven that have said that to me. But you see, they're not enjoying heaven that much. With an attitude like that, they're not enjoying heaven right here, right now. I don't want to just wait till I go to enjoy it. Because he's promised me days of heaven on earth right now. Praise the Lord. Amen. You may not like people, but you love people whether you realize it or not because the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. So I don't believe that any Christian is telling the truth when they say, 
I don't like it. You're repeating words that you have heard right here, but you've not heard them right here. You don't have to like people to love them. Amen? There's not one scripture that says, Thou shalt like people. <laughs> not one. <laughs> but there's plenty about us loving the Lord and loving one another and loving your neighbor as yourself. Shh, that's too much, Jesus. You went overboard there. <laughs> Are you sure that's what you meant? Let me look it up in the Greek. <laughs> uh, anyway. Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Let me drink some water. Praise God. So notice one more. First Corinthians 14, verse 1. When he's done talking about love in First uh, Corinthians 13. Uh, you see, that's why it's so important. You may have one idea. Because you've been, you know what? You're familiar with your flesh. You know, you become familiar with your likes and dislikes. You know, with your wants and your not wants. <laughs> but when you, the closer that you get to the Lord and the closer that you want to do things His way, you find yourself changing. Amen. Hallelujah. Adapting to God's ways. And not having what used to be your ways. You know? Glory to God. And the more that you pray that prayer of consecration, Lord, not my will, but yours be done the more that you start liking the things he likes, loving what he loves, and you don't find, your, find it difficult to do something that was difficult for you before. Because you're not doing it out of the flesh, but you're doing it because you're walking in the Spirit. Amen? So right here in verse 1, it says, Follow up to love. Or pursue love. I like that. The New King James. Thank you. And desire spiritual gifts. Ooh, but I'm going to finish the scripture. But especially that you may prophesy. Do you want to own every scripture in the Bible? Hello. <laughs> You know what? I pray that. Lord, I desire all the spiritual gifts. I desire to prophesy. You don't have to do it in public unless the Lord leads you, but he might. But you know what? You can do that in your own prayer life. You can do that in your home, to your husband, to your children. You can on the phone be talking to somebody and have a word of prophecy. Not everything is going to happen within the confines of the services. But all of a sudden, you'll find yourself saying, where did that come from? From the Holy Ghost. Because you desired what he wants you to desire. Amen. So it says desire. So you see, uh, Brother Hagen gave us three things. And we are going to implement it in this church this year more than ever before. 
And we will have these things in our midst. We're not going to be ignorant of the things pertaining to and of the Holy Ghost. We're going to desire spiritual gifts. And you know what? What, what the, the teaching here is, is not just the pastor and a few elite that pray about it. And by elite, I mean those that I, I don't you think that I know that all of you would like to be able to come to the prayer at meetings, but you can't because you're doing other jobs. Amen? And are you preparing this year to receive double in whatever that you're doing? Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. That's, that's another vision that the Lord gave us for this year, and it came through prophecy through our, our, our pastor, who's also um, a prophet of God. And, and, and as he was praying for us, there was a section there that talked about double and about the people doubling their income, doubling. How about having vision? Amen? Vision for, for buildings. Bigger. Why not? Let the Lord, you know, sometimes we criticize the people that have more. But is that they, they allow the Holy... Have you ever thought about these? Maybe is that they allow the Holy Spirit to give them a greater vision. And they went for it in faith. The Lord put it like that to me uh, years ago because I was praying for a particular... Um, a couple ministers, uh, friends of ours, and just precious people. And some that, you know, that were farther than us and the Lord. And the Lord told me, Lydia, and I was not, how would I say, I was not desiring what they had materially. I, I, but I desired what they had spiritually. You know, but I don't want you to think that that there's anything wrong with desiring more materially. You just ought not to covet, the Bible says, but somebody else has. Uh, but anyway, as I was praying for them and, and, and you know, wanting the, the revelation that I saw them walk in, you know, the, the renewing of the mind, I, I saw them walk in, that spirit of faith, I saw them walk in. This has been quite a long time ago. And the Lord said to me, Lydia, you can have all that they have if you will do all they do. You see, it is not that it's difficult. It's fellowship with the Lord, praying in the Holy Ghost, being bold, preaching the word, you know, etc. being obedient. Being obedient because their call is different than ours, so it's not that there was a comparison, you know. Uh, but we've experienced that 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 the more that you walk with the Lord, without putting limits, He will call you to to spread your wings and go for more. You know, so so we are so never criticize somebody that that has done more and has more when their faith took them there. Amen. So glory to God. Let let the Lord ruffle your feathers, because He's going to take you for a good ride. Amen. Don't be afraid of that. Glory to God. I don't know. I, I hopefully I'm making sense of what I'm saying because there's so much. But th then the number three thing that the Lord said, if a church <coughs> wants more of the, of the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be in operation, okay, then again, number one was they must not be ignorant of them. Number two, they must desire. That means all of us. All of us. Desire. 
all of us, every single one of us, desire, okay? Now there's the little ones, they don't know how to, they haven't heard yet, we're going to change their diapers, you know what I mean, and carry them as it were. But all of us are going to desire. And then number three, you must pray. You must pray. And so they were doing that in Acts 4.29. And we'll see it, see it in other places. Pray. So you may think, well, I thought desiring was praying. No. They're two different things. Amen? And so we're going to pursue this this year. Because there are people within us and then in, in our community and communities around that need miracles, that need healings, that need to be delivered from demons that are oppressing them, harassing them, making them miserable. Amen? So we ought to have these things among us. They belong to us. I will have to stop because I took, like Pastor calls them, rabbit trails. No, I, 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 I did my best to follow the Lord. But remember this. Answered prayer is not man's idea. It's God's. Amen? Prayer is not something that we came up with. Jesus, Jesus told us to pray. And there's, there's Jesus did it himself. He told us to pray for some things. We'll talk about that more. Amen. We ought to pray. And we ought to desire what he told us to pray about. Amen. And so, Father, we just thank you. Thank you for the opportunity this year to follow you more intelligently. Thank you, Lord, for these precious people <coughs> whose hearts are sold out to you. And they have proven it over and over again. They are committed to following you. They have shown fruits of it. Many of them, Lord, for decades, many decades. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. That this year will be, will be crowned with goods from you. And you will receive all the glory and all the honor. And we thank you, Lord, in advance for signs and wonders to be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus. We thank you in advance, Lord, for boldness to speak your word. We thank you, Father God, that we will together desire to learn about the things of the Holy Ghost and desire all the demonstrations and manifestations of the Spirit among us. Lord, we thank you we can have them all this year. They belong to us. They belong to the church. We're a local church. We should have them. We thank you, Lord. There are people that need them. They'll not be healed any other way. They'll not be helped any other way. And so, Lord, we want them helped. We believe you want them helped. We'll continue to walk with you and learn of you. Our faith will grow this year because, Lord, the presence of your revealed word will grow in our midst. The word of God will be multiplied in our midst. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for Davo in many areas, but for the Word of God, Lord, we believe for multiplication. We have that right because we have scripture verses to pray for it. 
And so we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, our minds will be more renewed, more renewed than any other year, will not be the same in the way that we think, in the way that we speak, in the way that we command. We thank you, Father. And together, Lord, we'll do it individually, but we'll have time together to pray for these things. And we will expect and we will see them manifested to the glory of your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We declare that word in one accord regarding these things. And we thank you, Lord, in advance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Great grace, great grace, I pray, great grace to be upon each and every person in this congregation. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord of the harvest. And Lord, Lord Jesus, I'm reminding now, reminded of one of the first, if not the first prayer that you told the disciples to pray when you said, in Matthew 9, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers to the harvest. And so, Lord, we pray, Lord of the harvest, send laborers to the great harvest that is here in our city and in the communities around us. And, Lord, we volunteer each one of us is a laborer. You've called us to be. You've called us to be. Thank you, Father. And so we accept that, that you're going to use us for your glory and your honor to, to, to help people reconcile back to you and walk, that they walk with you, that they were called to walk, and to bring others the knowledge of Jesus as their Lord and Savior for the first time. And bring them, Lord, to the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And bring them to the, to the love of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Can anyone believe with me that time will not go so fast? <laughs> 